0: Hello and welcome to the Body Acceptance Podcast. This podcast is for women who struggle to love and sometimes even like their bodies and who want to build a more loving relationship with themselves through experiencing more joy, pleasure, and confidence. Each week we'll cover topics ranging from body image, intuitive eating, self-love, and so much more. If you're ready to learn practical tips and tools for loving the skin you're in, then you're in the right place. Let's get to it. Hello, hello and welcome to another episode of the Body Acceptance Podcast. We have unfortunately come upon cicada season over here in Japan. I've never lived in a place that had cicada season. I did once live in San Antonio. I don't know if you could really call it live. I went to tech school for the Air Force there and that was only four months but that was the first time I'd ever even heard of cicadas and um, those things are terrifying but we the place that we live in has a very large tree in the backyard or a bunch of trees it's like a forest thing that are literally like right next to my office as i work and so what i see all day is a bunch of giant spiders and what i hear all day is a bunch of cicadas so if you hear that during the recording that's what that like wave of crazy noises is um so bear with me there. I really underestimated the amount of noise that I would experience once I moved over here. I definitely did not appreciate Vegas enough, my little quiet neighborhood that I lived in over there. I used to get frustrated when the uh, I would record and like the garbage trucks would come by, but now I'm always hearing bugs and usually my issue when I'm trying to record is planes flying overhead since we live on base thankfully I don't think they're flying today or this week because it's been raining like crazy I could be wrong though so stand by on that anyway this week for the podcast I wanted to talk about a post that I saw on Instagram that had me thinking and um, I wanted to just share my thoughts on it so this post comes from dietitian anna I will tag her in the show notes as well if you want to follow her. She gives out some really good information on Instagram. And she shared a graphic that says, Sharing lifestyle advice, please be thoughtful about the fact that what worked for you and your life may not be helpful for another human. Body expertise is personal. This is a deeply personal statement. Ask before encouraging action. And it really just got me thinking not only about the quote-unquote experts online who share things about nutrition or weight loss and things like that but just overall how we as people feel the like urge to tell others what they should do or to offer unwarranted advice and how detrimental that can be on your relationships I know sometimes I even have a hard time reaching out in my friendships or even talking to people about what I'm going through because it's the the initial reaction is when we hear something from someone who's going through a hard time is to like offer advice or say, oh, it'll be fine or just be positive. And that's not always helpful. And in fact, it's like rarely ever helpful unless I'm actually asking for advice. So... I wanted to share this with you in hopes that I can help you, not only kind of deal with the discomfort of when somebody comes to you with something that they're going through and maybe you not knowing what to do, but also so that you can become a um, a more I don't know how to say this, so that you can build more relationships where you're actually supporting the other person in the way that they need to be supported versus in the way that you think that they should be supported, supported, supported. And also I want to share more along the aspect of when you're seeking health advice or lifestyle change advice or whatever, when you're looking for it, like what to look for and what kind of experts you want to Uh, seek out, and then what kind of signs can be red flags when you are looking for support. So so there's a few layers to this episode, but it's going to be a shorter one again. Um, Not one of my more informative ones. That will be coming next week. And um, next week, we're going to talk about the difference between confidence and self-acceptance and how you can use that information to your advantage. So So when I first started learning how to lose weight, like what it takes, what things that you need to do as far as what you eat and how you exercise, when I first started learning about it, first of all, I was personally learning from like bro science experts on the online, which I'm sure you know all about that, but I wasn't learning from very reliable sources like basically I would read an article online and just take that person's word for it instead of actually studying and reading books and getting a deeper understanding of things and I still saw success right I still experienced weight loss Um, and so because of that I thought okay I'm an expert in weight loss because I personally know how to lose weight I know how to get my body to lose weight So even though I was unqualified to do this, from that place I started to offer advice left and right, even when it wasn't asked for. And I became very judgmental in the way that I was, like I would talk to people about what they were eating or very like on my high horse about that. And I see this happen a lot, especially online with quote unquote experts and gurus. And I totally get it because for me it was like, I was so excited that I found what worked for me, that I forgot, and I think we forget this often as humans, that that the world, that everyone's experience isn't the same as ours. Everyone's body isn't the same as ours. Like, we see the world through our own personal lens, and especially when you haven't had exposure to a lot of different ideas or types of people or places, It's really easy to live in your bubble and think that that's what life looks like and feels like for everybody else. But everybody is so completely different. And so what works for you may not work for somebody else. And if you put that agenda onto them, if you push them to believe that it should work for them because it worked for you, that can also become harmful. So. I know this now that when it comes to nutrition, weight loss, exercise, those are all very individual and very loaded topics. So my area of expertise now after over five years of studying is body acceptance and dealing with body image and understanding the nuances of what you eat and how you exercise. And so because I understand those nuances, my really only goal is to help you unlearn everything that you think you know, or that you've been taught by those people online who give harmful advice often without realizing it. And I know that we all do it with good intentions or, and some people don't, some people know the truth about what they're teaching you about, you know, the ways that they're convincing you to lose weight is actually harmful. They know this, but they've made so much money off of it that they don't want to lose that money. And the diet industry, which is like a multi-billion dollar industry per year, knows how harmful dieting, it's, it's becoming more and more, more well-known and prevalent what dieting does. But instead, what they do is disguise their diets as something else so that people will continue to buy in and because we're getting smarter. And so things like um, there's like companies that change the, their image or their name, but they're still doing the same things that they know can lead to more harmful things like eating disorders. And as I said, there are some people that genuinely do want to help. It's human nature to struggle with something and then find a solution and think it's the magic pill for everyone. You want to save everyone, you want to help everyone, especially if you're a compassionate person. But as I said before, the problem with this thinking is that we forget that every person is different. People's circumstances vary, people have different lifestyles, access to certain foods financial situations so what works for one person doesn't work for everyone and it's harmful to put a blanket statement and say that it should so the key when it comes to improving your health or just working on leading a more fulfilling life is to find what works for you and to be weary of anyone that's offering you a quick fix type of solution. When it comes to weight loss, when it comes to say you have an online business, I'm always weary of people that say things like make 20K in 30 days, because it's a very idealistic, it's a really, it's a good marketing tool But I think it's harmful and um, it can be harmful, but it's usually unhelpful because people are generally signing up based on emotions and they're not really, um, usually like the majority of people that go through those programs aren't going to get those results. I understand that as humans, we really like numbers and that's how our brain, like our brain really resonates with those kind of numbers. So it can be really enticing but if you're the person going into it, and maybe, I mean, if you know this, you can go into a program thinking like, oh, it promised me 20K in 30 days or this amount of weight loss. Like, that's probably not realistic. I'm going to go in and just focus on making progress. Then, you know, obviously it depends on your mindset. But you want to just be wary of experts that are offering, like, really strong um, quick fixes or promises. So if it sounds too good to be true, it is probably too good to be true, unfortunately. Um, So here are the red flags. So like I said, promising a specific amount of weight loss in a small time period, especially if they're saying like lose 30 pounds in 30 days or something like that. If this is the type of person that blames you for a lack of willpower, if you fail their plan for any reason, or if it's someone that uses shaming behaviors to quote unquote motivate, Jillian Michaels is someone that comes to mind as a prime example of that. She does a lot of fat shaming and body shaming to quote unquote motivate, or when people, when she's like working people out in the gym, she uses a very, um, Not really, it's like, I guess the only way I can think of it is like a shaming kind of behavior. Like making you feel bad about yourself so that you'll want to change. And those are great for short-term motivation. That's probably why she gets results and has the reputation that she does. But in the long term, if you really want to change your lifestyle and change your behaviors, you need to find something that is going to motivate you long-term. And hating yourself, being angry at yourself, feeling guilty, or shaming yourself is not the way to make that happen. I think I hear a plane coming. So I may have been wrong earlier. Anyway, if you are wanting to make positive changes, especially when it comes to health and lifestyle habits, what I've learned is to not take any one person as like the ultimate go-to and all be all expert. I can actually now still read books about maybe different diets or coming from someone who maybe I don't really align with their ideas when it comes to health. I can still read their content and pick and pull some good things out of it that work for me. So instead of feeling like I need to follow one specific plan or way of thinking or way of living, I just take samples from everywhere and decide does this work for me or does it not work for me and if it doesn't work for me I don't feel guilty or shameful and think that it's because something is wrong with me I understand again that we're all individuals and my goal is to find what's going to work for me in the long term really like that's instead of like doing trying to fit into one box, like doing one plan and realizing like, oh I can't do this perfectly and I'm a failure and then just let like com- completely giving up, instead, I realize that like it's a buffet out here. I get to eat what I want to in the way that I want to. And the way that makes me feel good and that I actually feel satisfied and I get to move my body and exercise in the way that I choose. I get to manage stress. I get to decide what my form of meditation is after trying out a bunch of different ways like what works for me. So if you're looking for specific meal plans or individualized nutrition advice, sometimes maybe you are experiencing, um, if you have like any, an illness of any sort or you're struggling with something with your digestion or something like that or you suspect you have an eating disorder, things like that, your best resource there will be a non-diet dietitian. It's very important that you're cautious about who you take nutrition advice from because especially these days, there's been a huge rise in eating disorders and disordered eating behaviors, which often comes from following the advice of unqualified quote unquote experts. Because a lot of disordered eating behaviors are passed off as normal behaviors in diet culture, so we think that we should all be doing it when in reality it's actually causing us harm and And taking us further from our ideal health situation, I guess you could say. This is why you'll notice that in my, any of my, um, even my book, Body Acceptance, that's coming out next month or um, any of my courses or any of my coaching protocols, I don't talk a lot about foods. Like I don't get into the very specifics. I'm very general when it comes to Eating for health reasons, if you're, you know, eating, if you want to eat to improve your health, I don't get really deeply into that because I recognize that I'm unqualified and I don't want to push any sort of agenda onto you that's going to end up taking you further from having a good relationship to food and your body. Um, So, an example of an experience that I've had with something like this is before I actually knew what types of experts to, like what, before I knew what red flags to look for, I had invested in a course on intermittent fasting. It was the first time I heard about intermittent fasting. I wanted to try it out because I was promised that it was the thing I can do to eat whatever I want and still be able to keep the fit body that I wanted. And it was wrapped up in a pretty bow, sold to me very beautifully. Um, and so actually that was my first online course that I'd bought. And it was from someone who claimed to be an expert with this. I believed them again because I didn't know otherwise what to look for. And I remember at this time, I was struggling with binges a lot. And I didn't realize that I had all the symptoms of binge eating disorder because I didn't know that binge eating disorder was even a thing. So I just thought at the time that something was wrong with me and that I couldn't control myself around food. And so when I took her course and she taught about intermittent fasting, she said something along the lines of this intermittent fasting is a great plan for people who are ha, like have the tendency to binge because basically you have permission to then binge because you're eating within a small window of time and you can just eat like yeah just binge and it's completely fine. And when I heard that from her, I was like, "Oh, awesome. Now I can binge with permission and there's nothing wrong with me." And it wasn't until I was, we had been intermittent fasting, Jason and I, for a few weeks or something, maybe even months, and I my binge behaviors had spiraled out of control to the point where I would come home from work around 1 p.m. when my eating window would open, and I was so ravenous by then and just so out of it that I would open the fridge and eat everything in sight, like without stopping. And imagine, and you still had to stay within your macros. I don't know, it was a whole mess. But actually that was like the red flag that made me realize like, wait, this isn't normal. And it didn't feel good. And I now realize that what was happening and why I was binging was because my body was starving for nutrients. And that's the natural response when you allow yourself to get that hungry is that you can binge. And especially as women, because of our menstrual cycles, we it's not good for us to especially intermittent fast because it allows our blood levels our blood sugar levels to be all over the place. So when you eat first thing in the morning, you eat a well-rounded meal with your proteins, carbs and fats. It stabilizes your blood sugar and then as you eat throughout the day uh, in regular intervals to prevent your blood sugar levels from dipping, that um that keeps you stable and then in turn that helps keep your hormonal levels regulated and then helps you have a regular period i already have a hormonal imbalance issue so that like was a catastrophe for me and no one says this again like these aren't the um disclaimers that we're given when we're given programs like this we're only told the good parts of it and expected And we expect that it's going to work for us in just the same way it's worked for everyone. So when you're looking for someone to support you in your health journey, you want to look for people who take your thoughts and feelings into consideration when they work with you, not someone that just talks at you. You want someone who listens deeply in order to understand you and your specific situation instead of them quickly jumping in to give advice. And even coaches aren't meant to be dishing out advice, just the same as therapists. A coach is someone who is there to support you and to ask you leading questions and guide you into figuring out what's right for you. And so you want to work with someone who looks at health as an overall holistic picture instead of just thinking of health in terms of food and exercise. There's so much more to it. There's your mental health, there's your relationships, there's your stress management, how are you sleeping? There's just a lot to it that is often left out. So um, that's all I have to say about if you're looking for experts to help you improve your health or improve maybe habits that you wanna change. And then going back to my advice for you in relationships and friendships, which is funny because I'm talking about giving unwarranted advice as I'm giving you unwarranted advice. Um, but I guess I could say my suggestion for you in, in, in relationships and friendships or how you can extend what I've talked to you about today beyond the conversation of health and body image is that most people in your life just want to be heard. People just want someone that's going to listen. So you being present and you actively listening is, is good enough. If you don't feel that you're a good listener, it's hard for you to be present. Those are skills that you can develop. It doesn't come naturally for most of us. But most of us are not being listened to and that's what's creating this separation. And so just know that when someone is going through something in your life... You don't have to feel pressured to offer advice or fix the situation. And if they do ask for advice, that's great, but just remember your limitations or your, um, as they say, scope of practice. Like if they're asking for very specific advice that you feel needs to be given from a professional, then you can say that. But oftentimes, if if your friends are just wanting support in making a decision, the best thing you can do is try to guide them by asking questions, getting curious, and helping them decide what's best for themselves. We all know what is best for us. We all know what the next step is. And oftentimes we just need it. We just need to be reminded of that, and we just need to work through our thoughts in order to be able to like verbalize what our next step is or what we need to do, and then put it into action. So that is all I have to say about that today. Um, I do. I am offering one-on-one boxer coaching for up to five people per month. I'm still offering my introductory rate of $99 a month, which is going to double at least after the first five people sign up. You can sign up for that for one month and you know you can take it month by month. And basically, what Voxer is, it's like a, it's a walkie-talkie sort of app where you can send me voice messages whenever and I get back to you within a certain period of time that we'll agree on. And it's basically a way to have a coach in your pocket all month long instead of waiting for your bi-weekly or weekly calls where we sit there for an hour and that can be really draining or maybe you won't even have anything to talk about. This is so as you're as you are navigating things in your life when it comes to body acceptance or improving habits around your health. Um, I am here to guide you with that. So of course, we'll have a pre-month strategy call where we figure out like, what are your goals? And then basically the rest of the month, I hold you accountable for those goals, or I offer support if you need to pivot or anything like that. Having a coach is really, um, it's a game changer. And you may not think that before you've tried having a coach but once you have that one person that is suddenly holding you accountable and not holding you accountable in a way that you're like oh i'm gonna fail but it's like someone is in your corner rooting for you and and there to help you through anything that you're struggling with or anything that you're having trouble navigating when you have that person your growth like raw sky, skyrockets <laughs> I can't think of the word. Um, anyway, growth is your growth. Like, I'm I'm trying to use fancy words, and I I'm like exponentially. Anyway, it it's it's such a game changer. The energy of just being with a coach, or even in a group coaching program, or anything like that. Anytime I've had a coach or been part of a group coaching program. I'm amazed at how quickly things transform and pivot for me and how much more I believe in myself. So if that's something that you're interested in looking into, you can find me on Instagram and message me there. I'm at Lauren M. Kendrick. If you're not on there, you can also Facebook message me at Lauren Kendrick and we can even talk about it. If you have questions, if you're unsure, um, it's basically if you've been in a position for a while where you're trying to make changes in your life and you're really struggling to stay consistent, I can help you get over that threshold so that you can start to become the person that you know that you are deep down or that you want to be someone that you'd be, you're you proud of and then to also build the life that you desire or just start to shift things in your life in a positive direction so again if you're interested in that just message me over on instagram at lauren m kendrick or on face in facebook messenger at lauren kendrick thank you so much for listening this week let me know your thoughts and your biggest takeaways and i will talk to you again next week thank you so much for listening to another episode of the body acceptance podcast Be sure you're subscribed wherever you listen so you don't miss when a new episode drops. If you love this podcast, I would so appreciate if you leave a review. The more positive reviews I have, the more this podcast can reach women like you who are in need of this message. Let's create a ripple effect and inspire more ladies to love themselves. And as always, feel free to share this episode with a friend or tag me on your Instagram stories at Lauren M. Kepler to let me know you're listening. Can't wait to chat with you again next week. But until then, remember that you're worthy and beautiful as you are right now.